A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika With Us, we are inviting you to join us for a fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika With Us, we're joined by Emma, Felix and Julia, three students here at Liu. Today is all about student traditions at Linköping University. Have you heard of the famous overalls? Where do they come from? Or maybe you're just here to learn some new Swedish words. My name is Rebecca and let's start the Fika. So welcome guys, thanks for coming today. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So we'll be talking about the overalls and everything surrounding the overalls and maybe not about the overalls, but they're the main topic, let's face it. (laughs) So let's start with why overalls? So why do we have them? What do they do? I actually have no idea. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, why you wear the overall is mostly just to see who else is from like your program or your section. Um, I'm not sure if you have t- covered this topic before, but like um, the university has different sections and each, each section have their own overall with their own color. And then there are these like ribbons kind of that you have on the legs that show which, which program you study. For example, uh, we have uh, green, which is <laughs> biology. Yeah, so Emma's wearing a like dark red burgundy overall with a green stripe on the side. Felix is wearing a dark blue one with a yellow stripe on the side. And Julia is wearing a slightly different shaped overall with suspenders in a... Dark green? Olive green. Olive green. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but there's many more colors. Yes, there's And a lot. different shapes, as you already mentioned. Yes, and mm. different shapes. And I heard from a friend, I'm not sure if this one's true, that the medical ones are the ones that have the suspenders. But if you not study only. at Campus Vala, then you have like... Uh, also at Campus Norrköping, they also have the suspender ones. Uh, for example, uh, I am currently doing some studies with... Uh, graphic design students and they also have the suspenders ones even Mm. though they're also the technical faculty which is a bit weird but (laughs) okay (laughs) oh well yeah but in Linköping it's mostly on campus us and the pure med students they actually don't wear overalls they have to tailor their lab coats into tracks oh it's very fancy Mm. it's so cool oh the doctor students they wear scrubs (laughs) (laughs) that's cute that sounds like fun that would be a nice party (laughs) Okay, so we hmm, what do we sh- what do we talk about next? Uh, do we know how it started that students started wearing these overalls? Um, yeah, actually, I asked <laughs> a bit of questions about that. I was curious. You did some research. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's not only a Swedish tradition; it's also happening in Finland, and maybe even started there, uh, mm-hmm. according to the Finnish students I talked to, and uh, <laughs> they were involved in actually building the universities. So when the, they were finished, they just kept the overalls to like wear them first to classes and later to like labs and started wearing them for parties. And in Sweden, it was first only adopted by the engineering faculty students. And then later, everyone else kind of joined in. So that's why we have so many different overalls in Linköping. That is actually really nice to know because... I honestly had no clue. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why we have them, but they're fun. So let's yeah. just go with you're it. You're just thrown into it. Like, oh, you yeah. need an overall. Here you go. And you're just like, why? Uh, never mind. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's fun. You go with it. Yeah, yeah. It comes with a lot of work as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. What do you call it? Stitching the patches. Like, that yeah, takes hours. True. But I don't know about you guys' overalls, but mine... They look a little different when you buy them. Like we have to dye them ourselves. Oh no, we did not. Really? <laughs> yes, we have to buy the dye oh, no. and then you know dye two in a washing machine and wash them several times. What color are they initially? White. Because oh, oh, I think it's usually worn by painters. The one, the type of overall that yeah. I have. But oh. then you need to take off some like logos that are stitched on from the company brand. So you need to take those off. And okay. they also have wow. gray knee pads. Like um, it's a fabric over the knee where you can put in knee pads so that when you kneel down that you have like protection and it's more soft. So you need, to, <laughs> you need to open up the seams of like both legs, take out the knee pads, sew it together uh, wow. and remove a couple of more things and then dye them. That's a lot of work. Oh. And then oh, yeah. stitch on the name. Yeah, and then you have your inauguration and then comes the patches. Oh, we have it a little bit differently. Like uh, for us, the section does all the like work with them like dyeing them and such um so we just get them like done with that but we're not allowed to put anything on it like no name nothing before the inauguration oh wow um mainly because they don't want it ruined i guess yeah we we do need our like student union patch and the uh program patch slash well well, section section patch yeah and the name. But yeah, that differs. It's nice that you don't have to do all the work. Because <laughs> yeah, like literally the inauguration started at like seven in the evening. I finished oh. at six thirty in the evening. Because two of my friends, they're not really handy with like needles and threads, so I was putting on their names for them. Uh, which mean tri- triple the work for me. But oh. it worked out. It looks oh very God. pretty. And we have like matchy matchy overalls. So oh, that's very cool though. All right, so we've mentioned a few things here, so maybe we'll we can go over some of the rules and what this inauguration is. So, what are some rules when you wear your overalls and when when you first get them? Maybe let's start there. Okay, um, do you want to talk? Oh yeah, sure, <laughs> <thanks>. <laughs> go, go for it. So uh, you're not allowed actually to wear the overall before it's inaugurated. Um, that's like the event where, uh, yeah, you team up into smaller groups, uh, play a few games, and the point is to get as dirty as possible and that directly leads into the next um, step because you're not actually allowed to wear uh, to wash your overall unless unless yeah. you are wearing them unless you're wearing your overall then you can bathe in a lake and wash it that way or you could shower with it but you need to be wearing it and you're actually allowed to wash it if there is three different body fluids from three different people on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't want to give any examples of body fluids that could be on there, but you know, you get the point. You can use your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you have if you have people spill the drinks on you like three different people, you have already covered. <laughs> Actually, thoughts hmm? on the drinks. Well, in the drinks it is there's usually spit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there we have the example. Yeah. <laughs> she can say this. She's a biologist. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> we actually have it well, stri- a little bit differently. Like we are allowed to wear them, but usually we get them s- like almost a couple of days before the inauguration. So it's usually nobody wears them anyway. Um, and we are only allowed to wear them what, what is called in Swedish uppkabbad, which means that you have to wear it w- with the uh, arms on and everything like... Or, completely uh, cover like cover yourself with it um but after the inauguration uh, when you've gotten it all dirty 
uh, then uh, you will take it down, which we have now, which is called nedka, but which is you take the arms and you tie them around your waist instead. Mm. Uh, and usually you're not supposed to take it up after that. Like be- since the inauguration, it's like done. You're not supposed to take it up <laughs> again. But some people do because it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard the uh, arms when you tie them in, it's a great storage uh, for beer cans. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, someone Although speaks of experience. Um, <laughs> I have never tried. <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast, so I might not say. But um, yeah, I've heard it's a great place <laughs> because you're not really allowed to take beer into a cabal or no. some party. That is true, which leads us to the next question. What is a cabal? So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of events on campus where you can over- wear overalls. That's maybe some paintball tournaments or... Uh, something the sections organize and the Kraval is a party in mostly Korallen in the shopping or in Trapan in North shopping. Um, I think Kraval, you're the Swedish expert here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it stands for Kraftpor overall. Yes, it is. Uh, Kraval is basically a mix of words that be- means Kraftpor overall, which means uh, you have to wear an overall. But that is actually not true. I think that's an old tradition that just the name is old. Uh, and before you had to wear them, now you don't actually have to. Now you people usually say wear the overall, or you go for the theme because usually all, all these parties have a theme, so you mm. can choose to go with the theme instead, or both. Yeah, but I mean it's really nice uh, because if you can wear your overall, you don't have to think about an outfit. Yeah, you can get it <laughs> as dirty as possible. Everyone, yeah. you know, doesn't really care if they look fancy or not. It's the, the one piece of clothing you are allowed to get dirty and no one really cares. Yeah. yeah. You can use it as a towel and everything. Like you <laughs> do not need to care about it that much. You can sit on the floor. Yep. Uh, and actually there is another rule that we forgot to mention. Um, oh, yeah. And that is if you've previously studied a different program, um, it can be at the same university. It can also be at a different university here in Sweden or even in Finland, as you mentioned, you can actually like sew your two overalls together like oh, take, a, pa- yeah, take yeah. a part of the leg from your old overall and put it on the new overall. Yeah, uh, I've seen people walking yeah, around. Yeah, and that also goes for like boyfriend and girlfriend or yeah. like girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, they um, exchange arms, right? Uh, well, for me, it's uh, legs because I don't have any arms. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually depends. Like it doesn't have to be girlfriend, boyfriend. Um, arms is usually uh, I've seen between close friends. Okay. Uh, the bigger part of your overall that you share with someone else, the more you like them, I guess. And all, for some reason... I guess that's my uh, leg then. <laughs> <laughs> you don't um, have more body parts no. to give. <laughs> what, what, what's this thing called that you have? Like, the collar? In, yeah, the collar. collar yeah. The collar is actually special. I'm not sure why, but uh, they say that since you only have one, if you trade that with someone, it's a very special person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about swapping overall parts. I mean, I've seen... People with like half overalls, like half one color and half the other color. And I think I've actually seen uh, international students doing that. And I think they ended up doing like half of their overall from their section and the other half the ESN overall. Because I think Felix can explain this better. But there is a special overall which is made for exchange students who technically don't belong to any specific program. Yeah, so um, the exchange students all get a blue overall where they are supposed to sew yellow stripes on uh, to mark them out to everyone else. Hey, they're wearing basically the Swedish flag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they're actually not really supposed to get the overall from their section. I know that because I tried and I was told that uh, the overall 
kind of ties into a program or sometimes even like a sub-program in a mm. study program. Like I, I study economics, so there's like different smaller programs in there. You can study business administration in Spanish, German, French, mm. or pure Swedish. So they have different markings on their overalls. And if I was just wearing the, the white overall like everyone else, then they would think, hey, I belong in that program, which I don't as an exchange student. Mm. I just realized that I never asked you to introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I'm like, well, as, you know, our experience is in the background, yeah, in the, yeah, <laughs> not in the focus here. No, no, no. Well, let's do that really quick. So your names are already obvious, but maybe yeah. we should go over like what you're actually <laughs> studying. <laughs> do you want to start? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Emma uh, and I have been studying a bachelor's in biology and also I have started a master's in ethology. And I have also studied, <laughs> which I'm currently doing, it's a, it's a, an extra bachelor's in graphic design and communication. Oh. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> done. done. Nice. So uh, I'm Felix. I'm an exchange student here. I've been in Linköping since August of 2021. And um, yeah, I study civil economics with a focus on the economic part, not on the business administration. Kind of splits into two programs. All right, I'm Julia. You've probably heard uh, from me <laughs> on this podcast before. Uh, I'm still in my third and final year of the International Bachelor's Program in Biomedicine. So I belong to the medical faculty um, and the section for experimental biomedicine. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but um, going back to what Felix was talking about, about the exchange students um, getting the ESN, like the blue overall with the yellow stripe, instead of their program overalls, um, that's normal for exchange students, but different than international students that are doing an actual program. Because I'm doing the master's in applied ethology and animal biology. And so technically I'm part of the biology course-ish. So I did message them and I asked them like, oh, can I get an overall from the section? And they were like, yeah, yeah, totally. Because I'm doing a full-time program here. So I've been at Linköping for almost two years. And then they were like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, and... Yeah. Like it really depends. Like I have, uh, like we've had exchange students in the past two years or so, uh, and they're always like, "Yeah, they just order the overalls with us." Like when we order for the new students, they, we just put them on the list and they get an overall as well. Because mm. I mean, they are part of the program. They study with us for like half a year or a year. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that depends. Also depends on how large your section is, maybe because um, we're we're quite small. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I did have to message them. I don't think they have anything that goes the other way. Um, um, but no, actually, um, that is the section uh, is the Matna section and they are primarily uh, a what you call bachelor's uh, mm. degrees. When you go up to the master's, you t you're still in that section, but they don't really do anything special for mm. the master students um, because like we... So some of the years, the master students actually do get um, an uh, invitation to what's called Nollepe or the welcome period, um, which is it, why I think they usually do not send out inv invitations for that is because most of it is in Swedish. Mm. Um, I think they could take it in English because I think everyone would understand. <coughs> but oh, well, <laughs> we are working on that, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> From That's different true. sites on the university. Yeah. All right. Uh, one thing that I did forget to mention is that like when you're decorating your overall, one of your legs has your name and the other one yeah. has patches. 
So maybe we should talk a little bit about that. So your name is on your right leg. Yep. Yeah. And then on the left leg, you can have patches. And where do you get these patches? So usually when you attend an event from one of the student associations, you get a patch for attending. And then there's different rules which apply to patches. So if you basically have a ticket to, say, a Kraval, but uh, you can't attend because you're sick and you can't get rid of the ticket, or maybe you got kicked out because you were maybe drunk or something, <laughs> um, you have to put the patch upside down. Mm. Um, yeah. but I didn't know that. Me neither. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's usually, and I also just know about the backside. Like, if you didn't like it, you just put it on your ass. <laughs> oh, we have differently, like, um, on, like, I think it was the right side of the of the butt. Uh, that means it's, like, important in some way. Um, not sure why. Um, but it's very different from sex. It's, like, differ from every section. Like, everyone has a little bit different rules. Mm. Um, like well, that's understandable. Yeah, they, they do everything a little bit differently. Uh, and also the patches, like, for when you go to Kravallr and such. Uh, the funnier the party, the closer your crotch it's supposed to be. I'm not sure why. Um, <laughs> someone made that up some time ago. Yeah. And you're supposed to sew them on. Is it a crime if you glue them on? No, a lot of people do that. I do not recommend it because no. they will fall off. Yeah, and it looks quite ugly because usually there's like glue hey. coming out on the sides. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I can recommend um, sewing them on. And I, I mean, you can also buy patches in the Liu store. Yes. Um, or they at the ESN section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, different student associations have their own patches or, like, little patches for events. Or I just recently bought a patch uh, in the Ice Hotel in Lapland as, like, yeah. a souvenir. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I and I, patches. Uh, yeah, and, like, every time I see, like, a fun patch, um, I just buy it and put it on my overall. <laughs> like, there's one. I don't know if you can read it, but, like, it says something like, wash your hands, don't die. Because yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> don't right. get yeah. murdered by germs. Exactly. <laughs> um, I got that in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Um, Doing my duty as a medical faculty student. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. And uh, a friend of mine, he even got some patches that go in the dark. For example, I also found like a very little, small little. Oh, that's so adorable. It's cute. so cute. And, and I have a Mickey Mouse skeleton. Oh. So it's very like... Um, yeah, it's well. It, you get to mix your own. Per yeah, you get to personalize your overall. Like, get anything of your interest. I have like a Ravenclaw patch on mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just> because <laughs> of course I can. <laughs> I have a patch from the Dungeons and Dragons section. <laughs> great, nerd. <laughs> I love <Anyways>. it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love it because my my university back home we had a student uniform, so it was very formal, and it's not like you cannot really decorate it much. You have a cape where you technically can put patches on, but most people frown upon putting like, I guess, vulgar patches, so to speak. Like you're supposed to put patches of like the student association you're part of and like the city you're from and like the course you're studying. <laughs> and I really oh. like that the overalls are so casual. Oh yeah. Because then you can really make it your own. And even the way you put your name on it is like, I don't know, I've seen people use like reflective tape and put LEDs on it so that y your name glows in the dark or some people yeah. stitch it on and then it falls off and they never put it back on again. <laughs> so there's half of their name is missing. Yeah, I, ha I had like LEDs under these uh, green, what you call the green ribbons or whatever it's called um, <laughs> for some time. They do easily break, so I wouldn't recommend LEDs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun party trick for it's sure. Fun. It looks great. Until it breaks. <laughs> uh, 
so maybe let's dive a little bit deeper into the welcoming period for the Swedes or yep. for the bachelor programs. Maybe let's say it that way. And this one is called Nollepi. Yes, uh, Nollepi, uh, which you could like directly translate to the zero period, which basically means you do not have <laughs> any points yet. Because um, I'm not sure if this is the same in other countries, but in Sweden you get points for the courses you read. Um like and credits. Oh, yeah. like credits. Okay. okay. Yeah, credits. Yeah, yeah. Credit points. Okay. Uh, that exactly. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I I'm could see like, the confusion in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, <laughs> please translate <laughs> if I <laughs> use weird words. <laughs> but yeah, so um, just that's literally when you come, you usually come from like, um, what is it called? Upper second, secondary, I think it's called. Um, yeah. High straight, school. Straight, high yeah, school. high school, kind of. Straight from that. Um, and basically what the, the Nolipi is, it's, it's just a welcome period usually around two to three weeks, depending on the faculty and depending on the section. Uh, and uh, it's usually just a lot of, like, you get to start your courses, but you also get to do a lot of fun stuff. You get to meet your, like, classmates or other people that study the same program and also other programs. Um, and you also have um, what's called fadrar, uh, and they are roughly translated to buddies um, and their job is to look after you and make sure you're all right and that you find your way. That Even you find if you're drunk. Them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you're drunk. <laughs> they take care of you. It's like a second pair of par- parents, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you have like 80 of them <laughs> or more. <laughs> Depends on your program, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> depends on the program. For us, it's more like 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it really depends like on how big the program is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, <laughs> since you said nolope, um, yeah. when the new students arrive, we actually call them nollan, which yeah. is like zeros. Like Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Like we do not mean anything bad no. with it. It only means that you have zero like credit points. Exactly. And usually um, you require them to build a patch or not a patch, but um, a nolope sign, yeah. which shows like the name, what program they're going to go to. And oh. for example, ours is like uh similar to the patch that we have for the section so it's like in a specific shape it has our section colors it's supposed to have like a 3d uh double helix put on it that is fireproof uh <laughs> something else proof and something else proof that is not completely achievable like when i got the instructions i thought it's a joke i did not take this seriously and did when i came to- there no i did not <laughs> mine would have oh, not no. you know passed the test but i came there and a couple of people had their Nolope sign. Most of us didn't, but we had to make one the next day because otherwise you do get punished for it. And it's what's the punishment? punishment. Yeah, really bad punishments, I would say. No, it depends. I heard that usually they write like a big L on your forehead. Okay. That's, <laughs> but that's uh, again, that depends. <laughs> that depends on the section. Yeah, yeah, I think it depends on the faculty as well. I, at least I know from... Um, from the faculty here, like the technical faculty, we are not allowed to in any way in, like insult or minimize any of the Nolan. Uh, no, of course students. not. Like usually we say like, oh, there is going to be a punishment, but there usually yeah, isn't. There usually isn't. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, after these two weeks, uh, the Nolan sort of graduate and then they become Metan, which is like one, one. First years? Yeah. F- yeah. But like, I'm just trying like onesies. They get their first points. It sounds points. so wrong. Exactly. Like they, they has a climb up the ladder. Yeah. And so ar- around what time is usually the inauguration? Because like the school year starts in August, usually more yeah. or less. The inauguration, it's very sec- section specific. 
it yeah. usually has to do with the delivery of the overalls. Like mm. if yeah. that takes longer, it will be later uh, yeah, and yeah. so on. COVID hasn't helped with that. I can yeah. tell you that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's mostly like end of September, early October is. And that's if you're lucky, because then the weather oh, yeah. is still okay. Uh, my inauguration was badly planned and took um, par- uh, like it took place in January. Oh. After two days of rain, it was dark, it was muddy. There was um, oh god, yeah, it, it was very cold. Let's let's say it like yeah, that. that. High five! Right. I had it on December. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, <laughs> and what was yours feelings? Uh, mine was in October, so I got lucky. Okay, you were fine. Very, it was a very sunny day, like it had rained the day before, but I mean, you only got a bit muddy. Good for you. In the warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did want to ask you, because the exchange students and international students sort of have a welcoming period, but it's very different from the bachelor students. Yeah, so with uh, ESN and ISA, the two international students associations, they uh, kind of get together and um, make a plan for a welcome period, which is maybe... I think basically the whole of August or January, while all the international students slowly come in. And uh, they have like every three or four days an event which can be like barbecue together or biking to the next lake, take a hike somewhere, also like play basketball. Yeah. And then that kind of evolves after the overall inauguration into like an event every two or three weeks, maybe. I do have to say that the master's program at the medical faculty uh, in experimental and medical biosciences Mm -hmm. also has a really nice welcome period because it's organized by my section. (laughs) (laughs) Like we do take pat yourself. (laughs) We do take we do take care of our master's students as well. Like it's very important uh, for us that they get an equally nice experience and welcome as we, the bachelor students, have. Because it's, it's such an important time to get to know your classmates, to yeah, get definitely. to know campus and the city, you know. Yeah, that's that's really, really nice. I mean, obviously, if you're coming for an international master program, you can always join in on the welcome period that uh, ESA and ESN are organizing. Definitely, definitely. But it is not organized by any of the sections specifically. It's just these two student associations. And if you want an overall, maybe you'll have to question them a little bit more and see <laughs> where you can you can get your overalls. But I think it's definitely worth it um, to to kind of make start making that bridge so that the the master students or international master students can be a bit more included in there. Um, now I wanted to bring up the people that dress weird during during the arrival time because I think that's something very important to mention an international student Um, coming in might definitely see them uh, and wonder what what is happening because usually the international students comes uh, a week after the bachelor students have already started and that is in the middle of Nolepe the starting period and uh, during that period we have something very special called the Faderi a Faderi is a bunch of people I would usually call this the welcome committee uh, and they are in charge of the entire Nolepe. It's usually a bunch of people between 10 to 12. Uh, like or people. just three, as in my case. Oh, for oh. <laughs> I feel so sorry for you. It's a lot <laughs> of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, uh, at least here on Campus Valla, it is about, uh, around 10 to 12 people. Uh, and they organize everything. And each section have their own fadri. The thing about these people are that during the Nolepe, or the starting period... They wear very specific clothing. They will <laughs> march around campus or jump-ish 
uh, and they will speak very weird. Like if you approach them, they might not even answer. They might do make, not approach them. Yeah, please, <laughs> uh, please do not stand in their way uh, because they usually have somewhere to be or somewhere to go. Um, they are, in fact, normal people. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure how much I'm supposed to say, but I'm guessing not a, a lot of bachelor students is going to listen to this. But um, so maybe then it would be okay because it's a lot of secrecy around it. Like you're not supposed to say who they are. We're not supposed to really tell anything about them because the bachelor students are supposed to be confused by them. Yeah, but I mean, most importantly is try not to look them in the eye. Don't take pictures or videos of them and you'll be fine. Because otherwise they might start talking to you and they know oh, that yeah. like mm-hmm. they're got not going to let you go unless you sing a yukul, which is like, um, how should I best describe it? Like a, a song, song. A yeah. song usually in Swedish, you know, yeah, usually yeah. quite funny too. You usually so. make a cover of a well-known song, but you make the lyrics like funny. Related to of, student life. Yeah, yeah. usually. Like coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so a tip to all international students, when you see them, hide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Run away. They're usually friendly, like, uh, but they might not be completely sure how to speak English. I know that my father actually got to uh, talk to the international students and they had a bit of a hard time translating certain stuff mm. because, for example, they have this tradition which is called hermajur, which means that you're going to imitate animals, uh, <laughs> which are not real animals, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, which is made up animals that they make up uh, either on the spot or before. Uh, and it's a bit hard to translate some of them. <laughs> wow. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's going to remain a mystery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but if you want to know more, I guess you're going to have to... Um, I don't even know what you're going to have to do to see more about that. Probably be here in Nolipé. Yeah, true. be here in Nolipé. True. It's an experience. You can <laughs> always all, uh, ask the fathers or the buddies about it. They usually know a lot about it. For sure, for sure. And hopefully we will continue making the including the international students more in these things yes it would that's be what really this fun. episode is for <laughs> uh another key word are student sittings yes which i hear are very nice i've been to one but <laughs> <laughs> um what is it about what does this mean well it's basically uh, a banquet it can be formal or very informal as well um and at least from for my section we usually have a big fancy banquet at the end of nolope to celebrate like, oh, you've, you know, you've done the reception you survived. period, you survived, <laughs> you're still here. Now it's time to become a proper student and get into your program. Um, and at least in our case, that's where the weirdly dressed people were revealed. Like they did like a strip yukul with taking their fancy outfits off <laughs> and then re- revealing who they actually are and that they're not scary people, <laughs> you know, but uh, that I guess will also depend. Um, but yeah, it's usually a very nice occasion that ends in a uh, party. Like it, it during Corona, this was a bit difficult, of course. Mm. It's usually yeah. like a banquet with a three-course meal, uh, some games. There's usually a Toastmaster involved who will like um, entertain guests during the evening. And you play games, like usually the, the guests battle each other and like you little competitions you can do in between the food. Um, and it's it's a very entertaining evening usually. Also, yeah. people sing songs like you. Oh yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The funny Swedish songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just covers the yeah. with funny words, literally. And I mean, those are usually um, performed by the party committees. Um, 
and often you invite different party committees from different sections to come and perform at your banquet so that there's mm-hmm. like a different different mix and they often play instruments like the guitars or this thing you sit on and you uh, it's like a little drum exactly yeah you just sit on it and punch it with your hands <laughs> sorry for the bad there, description there is I can't like come a up with name, name for it but I can't yeah, come up with no, a name no. for it it's a sound, a sound box yeah, it, kind of, it looks like a, like a little box yeah but it has like a very good sound yeah um, yeah, actually, when you talked about the the, um, the last dinner uh, of Nordlepe of the starting period, we have it kind of the same, uh, but we are we don't we did not reveal our, like I was in the Fadri 2019, yeah, uh, and we did not reveal ourselves on stage. We were like uh, in in our outfits and everything when they arrived to the sitting. When we leave for the first course, and when we return to the main course. And then we have changed all our clothes. The boys have shaved all their beards and everything <laughs> because we saved the. Uh, we are not allowed to cut the hair or the beard for a year. Uh, That's weird. Wow. Yeah, and we look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so we come out, and it takes them a couple of seconds to realize who we are because at first they are just like, "Here are some random people just walking into our dinner. <laughs> who are these strangers?" <laughs> yeah, literally, it's very funny actually. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a lot of fun for sure. But I know the exchange students also get some sitting fun. Yeah, uh, currently with ESN we are planning uh, a full sitting, which <gasps> is one of the uh, yeah, it's translated into ugly sitting, um, <laughs> where you wear like either an overall or go with the yeah sitting theme. And we are also planning a fine sitting, a fine sitting, like yeah, a, fancy a formal banquet. one, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. At the end of the semester to like celebrate that everyone survived their exchange semester. <laughs> We had one for just before Christmas last year. Right? Yeah, that's actually one of the patches I had to put upside down on my overall because uh, I had COVID at that time. Oh so, no! Yeah, so I had a ticket and I couldn't go. No. Yeah. But there's plenty of opportunities to yeah. attend banquets. Like student organizations organize banquets all the time. Yeah, yeah. one thing I can say is that uh, like Flaman, the student pub, they also organize sittings for people that live in the Flaman student housing. So yeah. I've actually been to Sydney inside the club, which is the strangest <laughs> thing ever because oh, they yeah. set up these tables where the dance floor usually is. Um, and it was surprisingly affordable compared to like formal Sydney's. I think it was about 80 crowns or something. Oh, so that's a super little. cheap. That's so, so cheap. that's about yep. eight euros. <laughs> so if you live or if you're going to live in Flamon, keep an eye out on that because you go with your corridor and you all sit together and they're like, it is like... A cost, uh, like it, it's not, it's it's definitely made to not cost much. So this, the 80 crown price did not include any alcohol or anything. So if you wanted any alcoholic drinks, you had to go get it yourself. Um, and in terms of activities, they didn't really invite anyone. They just played some games within and it was themed. So the theme, the one to the one I went to was like Olympic games. So you have oh, to dress up as okay. like any sort anything related to olympic games some people showed up dressed up as like the greeks <laughs> <laughs> other people came and their entire corridor were like uh, a floorball team or something uh, other people i don't know some people came as swimmers so they were walking around in swim shorts and, <laughs> and swimming goggles and i know that previous sittings have had theme- themes like summer or things like that or harry potter or harry potter i crashed one <laughs> oh, you crashed <laughs> We did not know we were not, it wasn't for um, 
uh, other students. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, we just like uh, sent in our uh, like y- you could send in like this uh, document mm. where you like oh I want to attend this uh, because we on, we only read Harry Potter sitting and was like <laughs> yes um, and then we got there and realized it's only people that live in Flamman who are here yes. <laughs> but they accepted us they were like oh, oh that's, that's fine yeah. they were just like oh we're just gonna put you all in the same like house <laughs> well that's good yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I think that we should clarify a bit more is these party committees because uh, yep. I realized that might be a bit confusing for you, for some people. Because I mean, the overalls usually look a bit different. They're um, short. They have short legs. Yeah. Yep. They often wear uh, stompo, um, like the long, yeah, it's knee, yeah. almost yeah. knee-high socks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specific yeah. types of shoes, like they're all. Like if you've ever had like football socks, it's the same material oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, like my father, you also have the the same kind of outfit, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they're usually very colorful, very very loud people, <laughs> because they're trying to market their parties. Yeah, exactly. So they're the ones organizing all these cool student parties uh, throughout the year. There's actually like a proper calendar somewhere online where all these parties Fest are calendar. written down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, Fest calendar. Okay. Yep. So it means party like calendar. Pa- party calendar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just so everyone back home has the resources and they know where to go. Yeah, yeah there is like, you're, we're going to have to write this down because it's uh, on a website that's called Ferena de Festerier, which basically means like combined. Maybe I'll put the link in Yeah, the you're going to have to put the link because <laughs> I, you could just hear that from myself and was like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I know sometimes there's people uh, like having a good time when you're biking into campus, like up the slope where all the yeah, yeah, that's are. to promote the parties. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. the promotion period. Yeah. So sometimes I'm biking up the slope and people are like, "Yeah, you got this, go!" Yeah, you really need that. Like it's uh, oh yeah, it's deep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when it's eight thirty in the morning, I appreciate. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to pretty much cover it for now um, because we are quite long. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Yeah, there is. Like maybe we, yeah, we should definitely do a part two on this sometime. Mm-hmm. But the last and most important question of this podcast is always, what is your favorite type of fika? Gosh, everyone's looking at me. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be very boring today with a cinnamon bun. It's always a good staple. It's Never disappoints. Always nice and yummy. <laughs> what about you? Oh, so uh, when I started really getting into the Fika game, it was like late November and they had these uh, Lusa cutter everywhere. <laughs> and then in January, I found out it was a Christmas thing. So I was crushed. But oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have to go with that. They are delicious. All right. Oh, that's great. Uh, I can't really decide because I love Fika. I Fika <laughs> almost every day, like this is a thing. <laughs> um, but I would say maybe either Kladkaka, which is like mud cake, so uh, or I would say Panna Cotta. Oh, that is a not typical answer to yeah. that question. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, I, I This was very enlightening, for sure. Uh, and I hope the listeners have learned something new today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You've listened to Fika with us, with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guests, Julia, Emma, and Felix. Don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook, and subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for a Fika again soon.